We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back out of here on The Fan. It's Jonathan with you guys. Hope everyone's enjoying your Monday. Let's go out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Part of Caesar Sportsbook, the 33rd team, Pro Football Network, the Half Forgotten History podcast. Got a lot of jobs. Uh, Trey Wingo joining us here at 92.3 The Fan. Hello, Trey. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Uh, well, first off, before we get to some of the Brown stuff, I need to pitch you my new idea. So they, uh, the Browns have a player on their roster called Tommy Togiai, okay? I'm trying to start a Tommy Togiai toga party sponsored by Caesars Sportsbook. What do you think? I love that idea. I mean, do you think... Bet like an emperor. Bet, bet like an emperor <laughs> now that we're live in Ohio wearing your Tommy Togiai toga. Like, this has got to work. It's just it's set up for success is the true idea here. Uh, who's been your favorite person to work with in these Caesars commercials? I absolutely love them. I think they're hysterical. Uh, listen, uh, Cooper is actually really funny. Like he he is uh, Cooper Manning is the is the unsung silent comedian in the entire family. But uh, they've all been great. It's been so much fun. And obviously, uh, the the real answer is Halle Berry because you know <laughs> Halle Berry. So that was fun. Uh, do you think Cooper ever actually has to pick up a check ever? Or are there pain in the no. eye just kind of like, you know, this one's on me all the time? I mean, that, that's a no-brainer. Like, you, you, everyone understands. And we had actually Cooper. He was one of the guests of last season of a podcast. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, this is my time to shine. They had the football thing now, but now it's my <laughs> turn. And he's, he's taking full advantage of that opportunity. Love that. Uh, all right, let's get into the postseason and what you saw yesterday. Uh, the AFC is so tough. I said the cover charge to be an AFC team right now is just having a really good quarterback. Is it yeah. Mahomes, Burrow, and then everybody else? Or do we still lump Allen into that mix? What are we doing here? No, I, I think you have it right. And I'm sure there are a lot of people would put Burrow ahead of Mahomes. I'm not one of them. But I can understand why they would. I mean, the kid's ridiculous. He's an assassin. Um, but look to me, like when we had, and Allen is definitely behind at this point, you know, the, the bills, we get into the bills, they have some problems. I mean, as much as, as good as they've been the last three years, they have nothing to show for it. I mean, they have one AFC championship game appearance and that's it. Um, you know, Burrow's been to a Super Bowl already. Pat's been to two, you know, the, the chiefs are hosting their fifth straight AFC championship game. No one's ever done that before. They were the first to do it four in a row last time. Um, those two to me are head and shoulders above everybody else and you know it's just how it's just what you what you take because burrow is a complete pocket passer and patrick is the magic man you know that that's sort of the difference and i think that allen has definitely fallen behind both of those guys at this point 
what is it that makes Burrow so special? Like I've talked to Bengals beat reporters before. They say the uh, the cerebralness attached to Joe Burrow is what yeah. separates him. What do you think in your mind? He's a killer. Like when when I was preparing for the 2020 draft, when he was the first overall pick, my favorite draft note was about Joe Burrow. When he was nine years old, he was competing on an AAU basketball team, and the team was down eight points with like 30 seconds to go. And he scored nine points in a row, including seven straight free throws as a nine-year-old to win the game. And the coach was a sociology professor at Ohio University. And after the game, he went to Joe's parents and said, I just want you to know that I'm a sociology professor, and uh, you know one of my jobs is to study crime. What I'm here to tell you is that your son has an unnatural ability uh, that you find in first responders as well as serial offenders, that their pulse <laughs> doesn't rise no matter the situation. They could be mowing the lawn or pulling people out of a burning building, and his pulse would remain the same. So thank God he's using his qualities for good because he could be the next Dexter. Wow, that's a start. You know what's funny about that, too, is that uh, remember when Patrick Mahomes last year in the game against the Bills, the divisional yeah. game, uh, they did yeah. the whoop data. Whoop, whoop, like yeah. registers everything. And, and part of what happened with Patrick Mahomes in that game is that they got back the data, and the data showed that as the game was the most intense and the stakes were the highest, his heart rate actually went, it went lower, which is very similar yeah. to Joe Burrow there. Yeah, those guys, that, that's what you have to have. But that, that's Burrow's biggest quality. He has his disassociative ability to just remove anything from the, the situation and be, okay, what has to happen? And he's just amazing at that. Trey Ringo joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. All right, so if we're talking about quarterback being the entry point, what do we need for Deshaun Watson to uh, show us that he can be our cover charge, so to speak, in order to get in to dance with the rest of the AFC? Yeah, I mean, it, it was not a great year, obviously, for a variety of reasons. But, uh, you know, he, he was working off almost two years of rust. Um, I, I have to believe that's part of it. I mean, I, I don't care what you say. You can't be away from this game for almost – two full years and, and and not have some issues going forward. So the hopeful thing is that you know, now he gets into a routine and, and uh, you know, there are no more disturbances, for lack of a better term, that he'll be able to, to get to where he was uh, in 2020, which was his last year playing for the, uh, you know, last year playing for the Texans when he, he had, a, it, it, nobody cared because they went four and 12 during the COVID year and there was a million other things going on. But if you look at his numbers in 2020, they were incredible, mm-hmm. and and you just you have to believe if you're a Browns fan that it's worth it because he's going to find that rhythm again once he gets into the sort of a the, more of a comfort zone because everything was crazy this year for obvious reasons and understandable reasons that he had to deal with and they were his own mistakes, but all of that contributed to just sort of a general uncomfortableness I think all the way across the board. Yeah, Trey, I'm working on this theory that, uh, you know, the Browns have had problems with the defensive side of the ball in the previous couple of years. We bring Jim Schwartz in, so it's, uh, it's, we're hoping that it changes and trends upwards. But defensively, you know, the Bengals aren't the greatest defense in the world. The Chiefs certainly are not the greatest defense in the world. You don't need the greatest defense ever if you have someone that's a top quarterback. And I feel like if Deshaun Watson, basically what I'm saying is the whole entire next year rests on the shoulders of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, um, you know, it, it's interesting, right, because the, the Chiefs' defense has definitely gotten better, and, and obviously the Bengals' defense played, played their butts off on Sunday. But at the end of the day, you know, the quarterback is going to be the most important thing. You, you, at this point, in the way the NFL is, is refereed and, and, and sort of adjudicated, what you're looking for at this point is nothing more than like two or three key stops from your defense all season long. Like, that's what you need. Can you come up with three big stops in a game, whether it's a 
forcing a punt, a field goal instead of a touchdown, or one or two turnovers, or maybe get a sack. If you can get you can get just three or four key stops in a game, I think if you have the other side of the ball figured out, you're in great shape. Trey Wingo joining us, of course, from Caesar Sportsbook, the 33rd team, Pro Football Network, Half Forgotten History podcast. Uh, Trey, we were talking a lot about last week. Last week we brought up the idea that uh, the Browns need to be open to potentially trading everyone, and that includes the idea of Nick Chubb. I don't want to trade Nick Chubb, but I'd be open to the yeah. idea. If the Browns did it, I wouldn't hammer him for it. When you have someone if, – if the passing game is everything in the NFL. If you have someone like Nick Chubb, as great as he is – Look at what these running backs, the top running back teams have done. Everyone's at home. Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, they're all sitting at home. Uh, if they made such a move to get better defensively at the cost of Nick Chubb, could you still end up winning if you're the Browns? Well, I mean, let's bring in Christian McCaffrey. He's still playing, you know. Um, uh, I, I don't think you have to trade Nick Chubb, but like, I, what I love about a guy like Chubb is I'm a big believer in a four in the four minute offense, which is okay. Let's say it's a four point lead, you have the ball. Can you run out the clock? Can you finish it? And that's one of the things that Chiefs were able to do this year. I think more than any other year that they've been uh, in the Patrick Mahomes sort of era here. Uh, and I, I, boy, I, you know, it's funny. I had Chubb on my fantasy team, and he, he single-handedly got me to the championship game. I, everybody wanted to trade for Chubb. I'm like, I'm not giving you Nick Chubb. Like, you can ask for anything else. I'm not giving you Nick Chubb. And I think that has to be the, the line in the sand for Cleveland until somebody absolutely blows them away. Jay, let me ask you because you're doing so many, so much betting stuff. Is yeah. and you mentioned your fantasy team there. Is talking yeah. about your fantasy, or excuse me, is talking about your sports betting slips and the bets you have on them, is that the same as talking about your fantasy team? Or do you feel like that's different and people like to hear it? Oh, I think, I think they're, they're sort of different. I think they're different animals in the same family. Like one's a, one's a freaking tiger and one's a lion. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, sort, of the, they're sort of the same thing, just in different ways. Um, by the way, I'm glad you said that because don't forget, folks, uh, we're live in Ohio. That's right. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app and bet like a Caesar. We have a promo that gets you your first risk-free bet at up to fifteen hundred bucks. If you lose it, you get it back as a bet credit. Now, all that being said, uh, I think people are more interested in general on on the bet you make as opposed to your fantasy team. Because what's the old line on Twitter? Nobody cares about your fantasy team, not even you. So um, I think that people are a little more interested in. It's sort of fun ways to, to find a way to stash some cash on the real game. I mean, I can't help myself. I'm talking about it all the time. And then I'm thinking about my I'm yeah. thinking about it. And I'm like, wait, do people think about this the same way they do fantasy football yeah. rosters? Are we getting to that point? I don't think we are though. Yeah. Like I like I'm dying to know. Like like Trey, what is your favorite prop bet, for instance? I, I got into first score uh, first touchdown score of the game this past weekend. And like Jamar yeah, Chase was, was great for me. Is that is that what you do too? Yeah. Yeah, I went, I went with Jarek McKinnick, McKinnick from the from the Chiefs, and for the first time in forever, he hosed me. I mean, he'd, he'd been the Chiefs' first <laughs> he'd been the Chiefs' first TD scorer in four of their last six games. But playing the Jags, I should have known it was going to be Kelsey because, for God's sake, the Jags have been terrible with tight ends all year long. And what did Kelsey end up with? Fourteen receptions, one side, one side of the uh, postseason postseason record. Uh, do you think Trevor Lawrence is is this his ascension? I do. I, I think he's in the conversation now. Um, you know, he, he was so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? So uh, uh, just handcuffed with the, co- with the coaching situation last year. And I know Urban Meyer's a legend in Ohio, and he was great at Ohio State, but he was god-awful as an NFL head coach, like maybe the worst ever. Uh, and, you know, you're, what you saw with, with Trevor Lawrence is the difference from having uh, a fake head coach <laughs> and a real head coach. Now, again, I want to be clear. Urban Meyer's a really good college football coach. Yeah. But he might have been the worst I can remember. 
as a head coach with the way he approached it and just how disastrous it was that quick. So, I mean, Doug Peterson is a real NFL coach, and he got real NFL talent out of Trevor Lawrence, which we all thought was there to begin with. How does the situation in Baltimore play out with Lamar? You know, I, I, they all say that it's, they're, they're going to get a deal done, but, I mean, like, why isn't it done yet? That's my question. There, there has to be mistrust on both sides at this point. Um, you know, and, and, if, and if I'm Lamar and I see what Deshaun Watson got, I'm not, I don't want to take less than that. I mean, if you, you want to compare careers, he's been to the postseason, he's been an MVP, and you can have your discussions about whether or not you like the way he plays, but it's been productive, and the Ravens built an offense around it. So if this thing doesn't get done, it's a failure to me of, of the entire Ravens organization because they lowballed him before the season. And you can, you can pretend like, oh, you know, no one's ever getting those Deshaun Watson numbers again, but every agent's going for it or every player, because Lamar doesn't have an agent, that's what they're shooting for. That's the mark now. Whether, whether people like it or not, that's the reality of it. All right, Trey, I'm on my Caesars app right now. I'm trying to figure out the conference title games, and I'm a little stuck because this is when it gets tough for me. I love the divisional. I love the, the first round. Uh, the conference title games get a little tough for me. Uh, 49ers, Eagles giving up three points. Bengals, Chiefs, we're down to a point right now. Uh, what, what are yeah. we taking with the spread here? Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that the, the Bengals are an underdog at this point. I mean, they've beaten the Chiefs three straight times, and that was with 100% Mahomes, and mm-hmm. we have no idea how effective Mahomes is going to be. You know, I spent six years in St. Louis, and Kansas City is in Kansas City, Missouri. That's the show-me state. You know, you're going to have to show me you can beat this team until – and then I'll believe it. I mean, you know, last year they were 14 points in the first half. They were up at 11 at the break and had a complete brain fart at the end of the half when they could have gone up by at least three, and they, they ran the clock out, and that really came back to haunt them. So I, I have to lean on Cincinnati because – Show me you can beat them, and then I'll believe it. But I, they, they're over three. It's hmm. a good way to look about uh, look at it. What about the 49ers Eagles? Well, that, you know, the best thing about this week is I think the best four teams in football are playing. You know, and and that's that's the fun part about it. <laughs> the, the Niners' last loss was in October to Kansas City. They've won 12 straight games, regular and postseason combined. Um, these two teams are so different in the way they want to approach things. Um, I, I, I think I'm leaning San Francisco, but it would, I would not be surprised at all if, if Philadelphia won. But I think it's going to be an extremely close game. So I, if you're getting points, I love San Francisco. Trey Ringo, we appreciate the time. Always appreciate your work. And uh, we continue doing all those great commercials and everything you're doing, obviously, at Caesar Sportsbook, the 33rd Team Pro Football Network, and, of course, the Half Forgotten History Podcast, which I really do enjoy as well. Thank you, Trey. You got it, guys. Take care. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.